chaos is everywhere. Hey man. All right, so now we're officially recording. Woo. Woo. Right. So let me do the intro stuff. Hey everybody, welcome to Chaos Everywhere. I'm your host, Jonathan Gilchrist. This week uh, with me, um, which is going to end up being a bonus episode, which I'm going to talk about in a minute, is uh, DJ Madman. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. And then it's actually going to be cyclical because I'm going to show up and consistently do like a once a month on a specific yeah. day. So I don't know if there will all be bonuses or they're going to replace other episodes, but since Artie Vice and I have a schedule we've been doing where we're building up to our next week's episode, that's why this is going to be a bonus week. Um, in fact, there was something I wanted to put out in this episode because it's going to come out before our Halloween Havoc episode, which is next Wednesday when we're recording March 3rd. Um, we've already pretty much talked about it. There's some really big news going on right now in wrestling that... Big news. Yeah, the big show, you know, guy that's been with WWE since like 1999, has officially left WWE and is now part of AEW. <gasps> uh, yeah. Is he going to slap a car with his Maybe he's going to wrestle. He's, his main thing looks like it's going to be commentating, but he's been signed to wrestle as well. And the reason it's kind of serendipitous and the reason I'm pointing it out now that we're going to talk about it is that next week uh, when we do Halloween Havoc, the one that we're doing, Actually, was the Big Show's first ever professional wrestling match in that in that show, so it kind of works out weirdly huh. serendipitous there. So, I just want to give everybody a plug to listen to us next Wednesday because now we got more to talk about. But uh, you and I are going to take another page out of our own playbook, and we watched an episode of The Simpsons, and now we're going to talk about it. So, the uh, so this was actually your request. This is a, this is a little different than what yes. we do with Artie Vice because he does, he's never seen The Simpsons really. Like we keep looking for episodes that he's seen. I think one of them I've put up that he's like, oh yeah, I kind of remember this. Um, but you requested Lame. to watch season five or season eleven, episode five, E I E I Annoyed Grunt, which is known as the Tamako episode. So. Oh, E-I-E-I, dough. Yep, now I yep get it. there you go. And uh, if anybody doesn't know that, because you told me you didn't know why that was written like that, um, the reason is really simple. In the script uh, for The Simpsons, they never write dough. They wrote annoyed grunt, and then Dan Casada that uh, plays Homer came up with the dough sound effect. So it's still called annoyed grunt all these years later. little yep, nugget there so. for folks. And um, before I like, I'm going to let you go for a minute because, like I said, this was your idea. I just wanted to put out there that this episode was uh, released on November 7th, 1999, which officially makes the latest Simpsons episode we've done so far, which is crazy since it's already like, what, 22 years old. (laughs) Well, that's the thing. I was eight, so that was still very early Simpsons for me. Like, even the beginning, it was a balance. Like, I basically, because of my grandfather, Mm -hmm. Like, I was able to watch The Simpsons. Like, originally, because it was the same thing with, like, Family Guy. Like, there was a period of time in my life where it was like, oh, no, like, this is inappropriate. And then my grandfather was like, look what I'm watching. And my mom's like, 
okay, the kids can kind of watch it. And then they kind of caved after yeah. a while. Now, I remember my brother and I had a similar thing. Like, we were a little bit older, so we started watching it earlier. But um, my parents, at first, I don't think really cared that we were watching. But then I remember my mom for a little while going through a thing like, no, you can't watch The Simpsons. But we kept mm-hmm. doing it, and they caved eventually. And now I'm, you know, now I have almost encyclopedic knowledge of all 30 seasons. So what are you going to do? My my knowledge is not that far. I only have like probably, I don't know, maybe three or four years worth of content and then just kind of bits and pieces from there. But yeah, no, this is probably one of my favorite like nostalgia episodes. Like, um, so I didn't know the name of it. I just called it the Tamako episode because spoiler alert, that's like the main focus of it. Um, but there's a lot of different things to kind of pick apart on. Like even the way the episode starts, I completely forgot that like they referenced freaking <clears throat> they referenced D-Day in the most like comical character way that start off. And that's the cold open is like, oh, OK, <laughs> they're watching like yeah. Saving Private Ryan and then it's not. And then it's an ad for Buzz Cola. Right. Yeah, no, it was I, I forgot about that opening, too. But yeah, it's a Saving Private Ryan parody selling buzz cola it, and i think the tag of it was it's a flavor you'll kill for <laughs> yeah because yeah, the german dead guy gets up and says like oh like i need the cola and then like <clears throat> there was a little you know back and forth where it's like no one believes that and then homer gets up he's like i gotta go I, get the cola i'll be in the lobby is what he says yeah yeah the lobby um yeah no it, uh it's like I said, I, it made me rethink because I I've told you this while we're watching. I gave advice a few weeks back when we did a Simpsons episode that if I were just telling somebody to watch The Simpsons, but they didn't want to watch all thirty seasons, watch the first ten. Mm-hmm. And like I did mention when I said that that you you once you watch the first ten, you're going to get a lot of the deep jokes out of the way. Mm-hmm. But there are some episodes, and this is one of them, that after the first 10, you're going to miss out on. So if you really like it, I would say go continue. But yeah, this is one of those episodes like, no, I could definitely see why you want to continue. Because even though it's not technically the golden era anymore, it's still pretty good. So I think that's the thing. Like, my understanding, like, my whole experience with The Simpsons, like, it was not hit or miss. Like, every episode had, like, quips, but there were some that were standalone, mm-hmm. just like, in my opinion, like, full belly laughs like and it wasn't like i laughed in the beginning and then i was just kind of following a right. story like i remember the first time and i've watched that episode probably a fair amount of right. times but like the first time was one of those things like you know how sometimes like if you watch a movie like uh like i know knocked up for me like when i saw that in right. theaters like i've never laughed that hard in a theater to this day so there's still different things that kind of like pull from that like you know the first time watching it it was just so entertaining collectively um and there's more like that good thing about simpsons or any kind of cartoon or whatever is like there's so many more references the more you watch it um sorry i'm i'm listening to you you're cutting out a little bit are you on like wi-fi for the uh, call shoot yeah yeah yeah. hold on let me take just because like it's happened a little bit but like i don't want to because i missed most of the point of that so i want to make sure we get this fixed before we get too much deeper into it Am I still connected? Yep, you're still on. I just want to make... Yeah, it really only works... The app only works if we're on Wi-Fi. I, I found that with uh, Mr. Vice, too. Oh, so actually the exact opposite. Like, I... For whatever reason, where I am right now, which may change because I'm moving soon, but mm-hmm. data... Wi-Fi. So that's I'm good. using data, but that's fine. 
Um, okay. So based to the back to the episode, yeah. um, there's a lot good. And then I remember before, like, like it's a good kind of like kind of mapping because it is like a setup. Like you know, right. once you have an idea, like there is like the main plot point. They introduce two kind of like things of like, okay, this is going to be crucial to the episode, and it's right. kind of like slapstick, literally is like it it doesn't take time to develop like you get it it's there and then like it's the whole theme for like the next like 10 minutes right well so like i said i like this episode but it does illustrate a point that um i've been waiting to talk about and eventually we're going to do the episode that's for a lot of people the dividing line between the golden era and when it starts to fall off controversy yes yeah the episode that is the dividing line is called Homer's Enemy, which is the Frank Grimes episode, if you've ever seen it. And Frank Grimes. I know so that name. It basically, the episode is um, Homer gets a new coworker at work that's had to work for everything in his life, like to a ridiculously degree, he's had a hard life, and he just hates Homer because Homer's just lazy and stupid. Mm-hmm. And so the reason – and like, there's other – ways people divide it but the reason that is the dividing line the one that i'm kind of starting to believe is the one that i would choose as the dividing line is because before that episode homer is a jerk but he almost always gets his comeuppance and sort of learns from it in the episode and you know you, you get like the um lisa's the vegetarian episode where he is kind of a jerk to lisa throwing the meat in her face even though lisa's a jerk too but at the end of the episode he realizes that he should have been a little more understanding to his daughter after the um, Homer's enemy episode. And especially in that episode, Homer doesn't learn lessons anymore. And you can you can see it right here where, when he creates a nuclear powered tobacco, you know, um, tomato, tobacco hybrid, that's addictive. Mm-hmm. Yes. The plant and the money gets taken away from him, but he doesn't ever really get any consequences for the fact that he made the plant. You know I mean? He gets, he gets consequences for the duel, but not really for the plant that he created and that he was going to well, sell. So maybe that's the other thing that would be part of the dividing line. Like, I don't know, growing up, like mm-hmm. kind of in the same way before, like maybe before that point, there was still kind of like a continuity. Right. Whereas most of the stuff that I remember, like there's definitely inside jokes and references, but like that became more of like, you know, not that there weren't any consequences necessarily, but like at the end of an episode, they don't address anything. The next one, it's like, yeah, it's completely new concept. They don't address what happened last time. No, it was all, unless there's like a mini part series. No, it was always very non-serial. So it wasn't like that. The, he got his consequences. The next episode It was more like by the end of the episode, most of the time he would have learned a lesson and had a heartfelt moment. And then after like around season nine, he's what they call jerk ass Homer. So he doesn't learn a lesson. He's just horrible and nothing bad really happens to him. Cause that's actually interesting. Maybe I'd have to like go back because like, the, yeah, the Martin and like, I've actually read, like there's a book called the philosophy of the Simpsons and it breaks right. off specific characters. And like, that's one of the things that makes like Homer's comedy there is like, it's, it's not the comment that you would think. Like, I know there's an, ex- there's an uh, exception of like, you know, the aliens are coming and they're like, Oh, you know, everyone's like, you know, doing the whole heroic stuff of like, take me, not my family. And he does right. the exact opposite. He was like, and that's part of like, I think overall, like that's the home that I know right. is. And that was also kind of like a little bit of a controversial thing. And that's even like any cartoon dad kind of thing like that has that where like a lot of people, 
in like, you know, moral or religious senses didn't like that because, you know, he had a not healthy relationship with either of his kids and either like the consequences like took the entire episode to get to right. or there weren't any consequences. It would just be like, you know, he gets physical pain or something happens and then like some comical like exchange ends up resolving the issue. Right. Yeah, no. And and um, I, because I haven't read that book, but there's a great, and I would just recommend this to anybody. There's a great um, Facebook, YouTube um, channel called Wisecrack, which does a bunch of philosophical stuff. And one of their videos where basically I, um, I got all this from is called um, Homer Simpson: What Went Wrong, and like it's like a 15 minute video, and they break down this division and why Homer doesn't doesn't get his comeuppance and doesn't becomes a jerk ass Homer where he doesn't um, have the same um, like residence because seeing him as a loving father that screws up is different than seeing him as the guy that, you know, for one episode in later season, he gets, uh, he gets drunk and rides a donkey into a demolition derby. And yep. <laughs> there's really nothing to it other than he does that for comedy's sake. But, um, but, you know, like I said, I still like those episodes. I would never dissuade anybody from watching it. Um, if I had, if like, if I could make my full recommendation, I would tell people because I do it. Watch all thirty-two seasons, but, uh, <laughs> but like, I know that's a lot for a lot of people, so I'm, that's why I came up with my. In today's day 10. and age, it's kind of not yeah. like that's the thing. The other thing that I realized, kind of like as we we're going through the episode, is like, especially now mm-hmm. where there's like this, everything is lengthened, mm-hmm. like really good shows because they can keep more people's attention and they don't have to worry about commercials can be like an hour or more Right. where really that had to fit that into like a 22 minute window right. of like, hey, tell a story, make people laugh, make it consistent. And I'm like, like that's a whole thing that's kind of lost to a degree now. Yeah. Like most of like the best shows or, you know, things like that, even for like comedies, they're, they're either, even if they're not continuous, mm-hmm they definitely have something where they have more time to tell that story. Right. Like no one has like a 20 minute window anymore. That's kind of one of the weird, like adult swim cartoon worlds that people can live in. Right. Like that's a very edgy thing now where before that was the norm. Like, yeah, I didn't even like think about that. And then I watched the episode and I was like, Oh yeah. Like that went really fast, but also like in a general consequence, like a general sequence of like what happens, it did flow. It didn't feel like it was choppy. Nope. It didn't feel like in general, think it was rushed because part of that thing was with the comedy of it, it was, that was rushed because Homer is making irrational decisions based off of one. And they even point that back to is like, there's different times in the episode where he's not learning his lesson because like, he's still in that like trigger ready. Like, Ooh, this one thing that I learned that got me like a reward no matter what the consequences are, he's not going to think about it. He's just going to like knee jerk reaction. Right. Yeah, no. And like I said, it's, I really find it funny, but you can see where the heart kind of is out of it compared to the earlier episodes where like to take the biggest example, which is like one of the earliest is Homer's odyssey, where it's a very dark episode where he almost commits suicide when he loses his mm. job. And like to get beer, he cracks open his son's piggy bank and like he's going to take the money and he realizes what he's doing and then tries to commit suicide and always is stopped by his family at the last minute. By the way, that's mm-hmm. like the second or third episode of the Simpsons. And I mean, I don't think he gets talked enough about how, how quickly out of the gate <laughs> they went there. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, so you got that. That's a lot of heart and there's a lot of comedy like in it. Cause he it's, it is, a you know, it's, he's still over the top, foolish, whatever. But it's there's more heart to it back then. 
Oh, and that's the thing. I think in a stream, like if you watch it, you know, watch, you know, all the seasons progressively, Mm -hmm. it kind of like waves up and down because I remember there was sometimes like there was like slapstick. There were episodes that were standalones that like just were just wacky, entertaining. And then there were more of like the I think they found out later, like there was criticism or back and forth where they felt that way because there were episodes kind of devoted like the exact opposite. Like there'd be episodes where Homer was a dumpster fire with no consequences. And then there would be episodes that were all about like developing like the relationship with him and Lisa right. or like Marge's separate, like they going back <clears throat> where like, you know, Marge's marriage and him and their relationship and having to kind of like work through that. Right. So I think in the, with the Homer jerk thing, there was definitely a thing where like there were s- some episodes that were just like comedy for like eight, like assholes say. Right. And then some that was just like the feel good, like, like lovable idiot. Right. He needs to learn things, but it was still softer. Yeah. Like there were things that they covered for like, cause I remember, I don't know what season it is, but they cover like Marge potentially like there's a whole thing of it's a misunderstanding where she ends up accidentally stealing a bottle of liquor. Right. And then it covers a whole thing about like addiction and stuff, but doesn't, doesn't really address it. Um, and that's whole episode is then focused on like Marge, her relationship with herself and kind of going from that. Right. <sighs> So I know that's kind of a cool thing just for me to think about because, like, even too, I think the time frame that you grew up into The Simpsons, mm-hmm. like, I basically grew up with like I didn't see the earlier stuff. I only saw like probably season like eight or nine on to start. So like, if you said that was ninety nine, I would have been eight years old. Right. So I don't think I even saw that like the original time it aired. Yeah. I think I saw that like on the first round of reruns. Yeah, and see. So like, even that's a weird concept. And to me, and that makes me feel so old sometimes because to me, I remember <laughs> the commercials when that episode came out. I remember like oh, watching boy. like, oh yeah, that's that's gonna be this week's episode of The Simpsons. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, it's twenty one years ago. Okay. Um. Well, that's another like weird thing that like isn't a, like there's no like commercial well there is but like generally like most shows and stuff like outside of like spoilers or like trailers Mm -hmm. that's kind of thing trailers have become that like there's no advertising of episodes except for like on like adult swim or some of the cartoon stuff they still do right but like in the grand thing is like they don't outside of like the next time on remember like i we don't see like psa kind of things for shows that much anymore right um yeah so but just speaking about, because you're right, sometimes it does ebb and flow because there's actually an episode that's really good, but it's much, much later, like into the 20s somewhere as far as seasons go. And it's, um, you wouldn't expect it, but it's an episode that's like a crossover with the Lego movie. Um, <laughs> and so the whole idea of the episode is Homer wakes up and he and all of Springfield is made out of Legos. And But the, the, the idea of the story, the reason that happens is because Homer starts hanging out with Lisa and they bond over building Legos. And then Lisa Mm -hmm. doesn't want to hang out with them, like go to this expo because she wants to do something else with her friends because she's growing up. Mm -hmm. And Homer can't handle the Mm -hmm. fact that his daughter's growing up. So he creates this whole fantasy world about Legos where nobody grows up. And it's like a really good family-centric, making a very true point about real life episode that you would not expect that late in The Simpsons but it's right there. It's also hilarious because it's so clearly like there's even a line where Homer, while he's dreaming says, it's not selling out. It's cross marketing. Like, <laughs> so, so yeah, that's an episode that's way later that I would definitely um, recommend to people's. I don't even remember what it's called, but if you just search Lego episode Simpsons, you'll find it. It's actually really decent. Um, especially for the fact that it's like into the twenties, at least by the time you get to it. So 
And then I think to like take this episode in full context too, for, for me, for like the humor and joy of it, like is to kind of, for me, like there's some episodes I'm going to go like very deep analyzing for the most that one, like, because it's like very like, you know, knee jerk kind of popping back and right. forth. I don't look too far into that episode. Like they do a lot of tropes. Like I even pointed in the episode, like the Southern gentleman guy is foghorn, Leghorn, yep. like the guy, like, and like they do everything where it's just like, even the whole pie bit at the end is like the, that Southern gentleman, like even where, they're trying to move Homer out with them, like knowing when they have the fake Christmas tree thing. And he's like, oh, I wouldn't be a gentleman. And I think he says, like, I wouldn't be a Southern gentleman <laughs> if I didn't offer to help. And then it's the same thing. Or like just weird, like total in context, like, oh, well, if I can't, can I at least shoot it? Like, that's just like uh, uh, normally for like, especially as a northerner between that two, like that's a weird contextual like right. setup. But like as I got older, I'm like, no, that makes logical sense. That's how some people right. think and were raised. So like, um, I'm like the whole thing is trip, like basically just like, like parody after parody of like, right. you know, of different mocking stereotypes, mocking the hick world. And like, there's a whole thing of like them being on the farm and how like, the, like that's the full focus of like, or even to one of the other jokes is when he's trying to say that he's dirt poor and the hicks are trying to say like "Ooh, look at you mr fancy shoes and he's like i talk these shoes off a hobo and he was like whoa and he's like i don't know how to talk now um, um there's and there's actually and this is just goes back to because you're right that's it has a lot to do with the way the writers work and just to give you an idea of how like just insanely smart and deep dive they do um i did not know this until i did the research for this episode tomaco is a real thing they did not make that up. Mm -hmm. um, in 1959, nope. uh, Scientific America published an article about someone that through splicing, you know, putting a leaf on a thing, um, spliced tobacco and, and um, tomatoes. And then in 2003, a guy whose name I wrote down, but I don't have my notes in front of me. Um, in, I do know where he was. He was in Oswego, Oregon, uh, actually bred mm. tobacco. And he um, said that he doesn't, he thinks that the nicotine, I don't know if they did the testing, but he says it wasn't edible because the nicotine concentration, of the tomato would have been so high, it would have been deadly, which oh, by yeah. the way, nicotine is actually supposed to be a pesticide. That's why that exists in t tobacco plants is it's supposed to kill things. Um, but yeah, no, like tobacco is a real thing. And some guy in 2003 in Oregon grew it. So like, not with plutonium though, because right? like <laughs> I don't know. That's like the full adult concept. Like if you look too deep into it, like none of those people would have survived. Yeah. Like it's a not really tomato. Like it's a big bulk to like tobacco, like concentrated tobacco right. that was like given like HG whatever like hormones right. to like super spread itself which you know in the world of things never ends up without consequences like for your body right and then it's like oh on top of that that's plutonium like that's the only thing that's always kind of like a you know part of like one of their tropes but like they bring it up too is like homer uses or puts just like this it's not a big deal at all I'm like no no like millions of people have died on purpose and on accident yeah just like handling plutonium and even like the process of like nuclear fission. So it's just like, as an adult, I was like, wait a minute, like 
growing up, like when I was little, I watched that totally just laughing. Like it's ridiculous. And then I'm like, if I were to apply that, if someone were to actually kind of do something like that, that would be like one of the most deadly edible things you could possibly think. I don't know if like this, I don't know if they actually were referencing exactly, but the fact that it's so close to me means that, and the the writers are that good that they might've already known about this, but there are um, Mm -hmm. what are known as radon girls who were women that worked in watch factories in like the 1940s. Mm. And what they would do is they would paint radon on their, uh, on watches. So it would glow in the dark. But some of these girls, because mm-hmm. back then they didn't know, um, would take the radon home. They would put it on as makeup. They would like paint all over their bodies. And most of them died of radiation poisoning. Yep. Just like Homer putting the plutonium on his gums. So. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, kissing like all wife. of that, like was something that really happened to these women. And it's, yeah, it's documented. They mostly died of horrible cancers because of it, which is not funny, but it is funny that that actually happened in real life. And we're talking about a Simpsons episode. So, like, so. you know, you know, the more the full context. So this may also help me. Was, was this like pre or post Conan? Where was this? Like, was he involved in the writing in that time? Conan no? left the show um, to do his own talk show in like 94. So this was po- way okay. post Conan. At that point, it was like five years after. Um, so, yeah, no, he wouldn't have been involved. Um, and honestly, this is just about the time where Futurama started. So a lot of the mm. first round Simpsons, and that's another reason people give for the fall off, is a lot of the first round Simpsons writers got pulled from the Simpsons or were dividing their time between mm-hmm. the Simpsons and Futurama. So that led to a, a sort of decline in the Simpsons. Um, like I said, I kind of like the jerk-ass theory now myself, but... That is another thing that people say that uh, caused or helped the you know, decline of quality. Um, also, the fact that they, at that point, had already been on for 11 years. That's an insane amount of time for a normal sitcom to be on, let alone 22 mm-hmm. more years after that. So, but, yep. you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, no, I, um, <laughs> I love this because this has become a completely different type of Simpsons episode compared to what I would have done with our device because we usually just sit down and go up like through the episode just talk about what made us laugh and everything and you and i of course being who we are just went in like let's break this down on a philosophical level so. <laughs> <laughs> well i mean i'm still trying to give context to things like i know there are things that i noticed like one of the things i definitely always appreciate with some stuff is like the different parody references like i need yeah. to go back one i love the glove slap thing because that made i don't know what it was too like I didn't know that much about like some different songs. Like I knew Love right. Shack existed, but like I was never a huge fan of it. And then I know remember in the context when I heard Glove Slap, I'm like, that's got to be Gwen Stefani of no doubt. Like that's what it sounds like. I didn't make any other context or right. look into it. Like that's what my brain heard at that young age. I'm like, and also it's funny because like I don't even think No Doubt was like a really no. big deal back then. So how could I make that connection? Um, and then I have to look back, but like the rap, hip hop, whatever that was for mm-hmm. the end of Zorro, like I need to know if they got somebody or I remember used to, I think it was someone in the credits. Cause like, that's one of the like, go back and rewind. Like, I think it actually showed like what's the music performer was. Cause sometimes they got like yeah. really big people to do like tiny little, like two minute bits so or look, less. Um, Ran, that's a I was going to say, looking Sorry. it up, just so you know, the, the glove slap was actually performed by the B-52s. Um, doing a parody of their own song, huh. so there I know that much. Nice. And I, I'm just guessing based on the the sound of the rap. I don't know this for sure. It could have been somebody from the outside. It mm-hmm. sounds like one of the voice actors on the show 
doing the rap to me, but I'm, I'm, hmm. I didn't never, I didn't look that up. So I don't know if that's right or not, but that would be my guess. It was somebody on the, on the cast actually doing the rap. Um, and then like, we didn't talk about the Zorro yeah. bit at all. Like that was kind of like the little development of everything where it's just like, there's so many little like plot things where it's just like if people that really like took, and that's like, I don't know if like where if there's, there's certain things like references that people like are sacred now, like, there's a point when like making fun of star Wars was like a taboo. Like there's a thing with that with Zorro. Like there's what back when, you know, Zorro was a very relevant, serious right. thing, like poking fun of that was a risk. And like, even like the just comical of like an N what's an N I'm like, clearly it's a Z right. moron. Like, and then the fact that then they turned it into like, Oh, they're, they're going to make like a sexism joke back old there where he like cuts her dress up. And then it's like, Oh, she was cheating yeah. on him with some other random guy. Like, it's just those little kind of little, like, ploys that just kind yeah. of build off of it. Um, and that whole thing, like, it was like a movie within a movie within a concept right. before the ad. So. Yeah, and to give that a little bit of context as far as, like, um, Zorro, because, uh, like, it does feel a little dated now, but this is 99, so this is literally, like... Antonio Banderas. About a year, less than a year from when the yep. movie was released, probably when they were writing it, was, like, just released. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was very fresh when they were doing that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I said, I'm really, I don't know if there's any more you want to add to the episode. Cause I feel like we've pretty much nailed I, it down or. <laughs> I mean, there's always things too. And then that kind of, I don't know why, but that episode reminded me of another episode. That's definitely got to be like one of the ones we talk about. So I don't know if you want me to like mention it now or ask you or talk to you afterwards. <laughs> um, but one of the things that's like a consistent concept is like, not every episode, but I would say like at least every three or four episodes, Homer has to come up with some like wacky edible concoction that's dangerous and gross. Right. Like that's also kind of one of the things that makes Homer Homer. That's true. Is like, oh, how can I combine like eight things that are completely unhealthy for me and make another regrettable decision? And then everybody else is like, what is this? And then almost always he never eats it. Like he either like accidentally like spills it on something or like, you know, it's some other or it ends up being a comedy bit like very few times does he get to like concoct something enjoy it for himself and not you know have some disaster like i even think back to like uh the episode where he creates like the the flaming mo is like that was something that was meant to be like a personal thing for right. him and then because it was a profitable and in between he went crazy but like he lost something that was like a personal thing to himself where most of the time like that's always like right. that it's like that goes back to maybe like the whole jerk ass Homer is like, even when he's trying to create some saw simple, like edible thing, he either like destroys it or like, he doesn't get to actually enjoy it. It goes somewhere like beyond the couch. <laughs> it, right. It gets dumped on Marge's leg. She acknowledges it. And he says, Shh, the movie is on. <laughs> so it's like, don't Homer, you're dumping hot butter on my legs. Like any woman would have just stood up and be like, what the hell? Like, I'm going to leave. Yeah, no. But he's just like, ah, this is fine. I think, I feel like that was an episode that, i trying to remember if it was an episode that me and uh, Artie Vice did where um, Homer sees a gadget store in the mall and grabs Marge's arm to pull her in there. And she's like, Homer, you're hurting me. And his response is, no, I'm not. And just keeps pulling her. There's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, he doesn't have redeeming qualities even before the jerk ass things it's just there's a little more heart to it sometimes i think um mm-hmm. yeah no i uh I, this is a really fun episode i'm like i'm always up for the simpsons uh i think our next thing we're gonna do probably because 
it'll be next month for you and me, but I think we're going to probably do nine. Um, so that'll yeah. be fun, which I, I don't, I know that's not very descriptive. Nine is a uh, animated movie. Just search nine, maybe put Elijah Wood in there. Cause he's uh, one of the main voices. If I remember correctly, <laughs> The preview, which to, to age this a bit and yeah. give it context, the preview, which made the song like relevant for a while, was Welcome Home by Cody yeah. and Cambria. So just search any of that. I'm sure you'll find if you want an idea of what we're doing, if you've never heard of it. It's actually a pretty good movie I've seen a few times. Randomly, one of those movies that I have on Blu-ray for no apparent reason, but I have it. Um, Everyone has those? Yeah, so other than that, um, like I said, this week, um, when you're hearing this, because it'll be the Friday before, um, we're getting back into Deep Space Nine, me and Mr. Vice. We did two weeks of Next Generation, and now we're going back into Deep Space Nine with the beginning of Season 2. And then, like I said, Halloween Havoc on Wednesday, and we're going to talk a lot about what's going on with uh, the big show going to AEW. So so I just got a nitpick because like, we're close enough to St. Mm-hmm. Patrick's Day. Why are you doing Halloween Havoc? <laughs> like, are you just, is it like a, you started it at a random time and like now we're... Yeah. Because, like, I mean, like, Halloween, and especially, like, weather where we are currently, right. like, Halloween does not feel like now. Yeah, so the, <laughs> the reason it happened um, is because we decided to, like, a couple of months ago, we decided to pick up where we left off watching WCW sequentially, which was right after the pay-per-view before mm-hmm. Halloween Havoc, and we've been watching every single Nitro leading up to it, so it's been, like, eight weeks of Nitros at this point, and now we're finally at the pay-per-view, mm-hmm. which is the end of our... WCW arc. So yeah, it's just kind of a randomness that it's ha- Halloween is happening near um, uh, St. Patrick's Day. So yeah, nope, just happened to work out that way. Yeah, orange, green. There's there's definitely some colors that work in between. Yeah, I mean, there's them, monster so. trucks involved. What it's like a need? pumpkin in reverse. <laughs> it's like a pumpkin in reverse. You just need to have an orange stem and a mostly green yeah. pumpkin. And there you go, St. Patrick's Day. And then Day there's Halloween. monster trucks. And... That should be the name of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's monster trucks involved so basically it's everything you want on a halloween so um pretty much yeah okay um uh yeah so i guess i'll just do all the stuff i normally do um you can follow me on twitter at last gilchrist one follow the show which any three of us can be posting on there i usually do it uh, like for the show but you can follow the show at chaos pod show at, G- at uh, twitter you can also write the show at chaos pod show at gmail.com uh, thanks to Eric Bowman for our theme song. And um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this, what's going to be a bonus episode. And uh, join us next week for regular scheduled madness. Yeah. Oh, and then just for clarity yep. for my own sake, because I know before, like, I actually have some people that have asked about, like, because they found out that I was doing this, doing this yeah. with you. Like, besides the Facebook mm-hmm. page, like, I know the things you advertise, but like, people can technically get there if they look through the Facebook page, right? It doesn't yeah. have to be like connected through. I've Anchor. linked okay. the, um, I've linked the, the link to just the episode, just the show through that Facebook page. So if they go to like the website section of the Facebook page, you can see the show there. Um, but yeah, if they don't want to look through anchor, they can literally search uh, chaos everywhere, pretty much anywhere you get podcasts. There's still a few places we're not. Um, and by the way, if, if you have a friend that's like, Hey, I use this app and it's not working. Let me know. Because I can tell Anchor, hey, mm-hmm. I want my show on this app. And usually they'll put it on there for me. Um, but yeah, Good no, like know. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all you have to do is search it. And I recently, it, when I first signed up, I used 
um, everybody, I'm going to break a little bit of, you know, for fall here. I originally used my Uh-oh. real name because Jonathan Gilchrist is a stage name. <gasps> and um, what? Like DJ Madman's not my actual. I, you were the one that everybody was like, "Oh my god!" Now you just blew everybody's mind. But no, I so I used my real name when I originally signed <laughs> up. I changed it, but it never really updated in all the different places. I got a hold of them very recently and changed that. So now, if you search Jonathan Gilchrist or Chaos Everywhere, you can find all of our shows. And for the time being, because like I just started a third random podcast, pretty much every show we do will be on there, and you can just like pick which episodes you want to listen to. So, yep. Oh, and then apologies to the listeners. I will always remember to use data when I went yep. recording. I am sorry for the sound quality that is yep. poor in my life. Not a problem. Like I, I could have pointed out sooner. I was just wondering how, like, if it was going to be a thing. But once I lost an entire point, I was like, oh, I better mention that. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I, It'll be interesting. It wasn't as bad that. as, like, like I said, if it was really bad, I would have said something sooner. So it won't be horrible. But there will be points where if you listen back, it'll be like, and then I stop talking, and then I continue talking, and you'll, you'll be fine. Um, no, we should just record dead silence for 20 minutes and put it as uh, an episode. I don't, we don't have enough um, cash day to do that. I'll put that in my memory <laughs> banks for later. But... <laughs> yes, definitely something. Look forward to look forward to a random episode with just no content. Yeah, maybe two years. From but now. um, yeah. So there we go. And uh, this was a lot of fun. I'm like I said, I'm up to do a more Sims episode. I think you and I have a lot of ideas on what yeah, we're totally. going to do together going forward. Besides nine, I've already I, thought no. of two other episodes. We don't plan anything. <laughs> you don't plan anything. I constantly think about stuff, and I'm watching stuff. Like, man, I wish I could make this a podcast, but they have a life, and I don't feel like recording it by myself. So, <laughs> all right. Well, everybody, have a good night, yeah. and uh, thanks for listening. Take care.